Welcome to the Running After 40 podcast, the podcast about all things related to running at 40 and beyond, produced by www.runningwithgrit.com. We help you stay physically healthy and emotionally strong at any running pace. I'm Sarah, your host, and a wife, a full-time working mom with three kids, three dogs, and a lifetime passion for running. Whether you are a veteran runner looking to maximize your times as a master runner or a brand new jogger starting in your 40s, 50s, or any age, this podcast will be there for your journey. I want to share stories, secrets, and strategies for success. This includes mistakes and lessons learned, all related to running past age 40. Let's hit the play button together and hit the roads as runners with grit after age 40. Hey everyone, welcome to season one, episode two of the Running After Age 40 podcast. Uh, Today I have a special guest that actually lives in my city, Tammy Flockhart, and we have something special in common because we both have international adoption in our hearts. And I follow Tammy on Facebook and I see like her runs and her completions and she's just like inspired me over the last couple of years. And I know she's training for a marathon. So I just reached out to her to see if she would hop on the show and talk about exactly what the purpose of this show is just real people getting their runs done after the age of 40 and how to fit it all in and how to not go crazy doing it and just, you know, enjoy the process. So thank you, Tammy, for coming on. Uh, And I just wondered if you would introduce yourself, tell the listeners a little bit about you, uh, whatever you feel comfortable sharing. Sure. So, well, thanks for having me. I'm a little bit humbled by it. I'm very um, uh, grateful that you asked, but I basically lived in Cedar Rapids for almost all of my life, except for a short stint, probably for about six years when I lived in Stanwood, which is when, where I met my husband. Mm. Um, We've been married for 20 years and yes, we did adopt our daughter from China. Uh, That was, gosh, that was a 2005. So I guess that makes it 16 years ago. Uh, she is a senior at Prairie. Mm-hmm. Um, I have worked at Transamerica pretty much all of my adult career. So for 32 years, I've been at Transamerica. Wow. So the buildings are coming down out there off of Edgewood road and um, 42nd street. But I'll, when, once we do go back to the office, I'll um, head back to the C street location. But mm-hmm. other than that, I, I enjoy shopping. Um, just in the last couple of years, my husband and I have started golfing. Um, we like bike rides, spending time with friends, family, going to baseball games, Hawkeye games, whatever. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. Yeah, that's really cool. And I think it's just an example of how like social media can be such a, a negative thing, but you know, just over the last couple of years, you know, it's not like we've gotten to meet up in person, but I've been able to follow you and follow your daughter and, and see you also all often post like really good restaurants. <laughs> so uh, not that I'm stalking you, I sound like kind of crazy, but you know, it's just, uh, like it's just kind of fun. It's the positives of social media, I think. So yep. how did you get into running? Oh gosh. So I ran when I was in high school, I really just did track and field at that point. I mean, I thought I was a sprinter I'll say, but I really wasn't. And, um, as I got into high school, my coach asked me to run a 400. So I was like, okay, I can do that. And then right before the state meet, he's like, well, I'd like you to try an 800. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, so that kind of was my jam in, um, high school. And they wanted me to go out for cross country. And I tried that for about five days. And I'm like, I don't think so. This is way too much running. 
So yeah, then basically it's kind of just been my form of exercise off and on throughout the years. And I would run an occasional 5k here and there. Um, and I would say probably I got more consistent, um, in about 2017 when I decided that I was going to set a goal of running a 10k. Um, that was my first one in 2017. And I set the goal of running my first marathon in 2018 when I turned 50. So that's kind of my history of that. When you decided to do the 10K, like, did you have somebody that inspired you to do it or did you just like see a ad for a race or like, how'd you decide to do that? You know, I don't remember for sure. I think it was the Nubo run and I was like, oh, can I run that? And we were on vacation and I was getting up and, you know, getting a run in real quick before, you know, we Mm -hmm. got, um, our going with our day and stuff. And I was up to, I think one morning I must've ran like four miles and I was like, Mm -hmm. wow, I mean, 10 K that's only a couple Mm -hmm. more miles. And so on the drive home from Kentucky that, um, summer, I decided, you know what, I can do it. That's only two more miles. I'm signing up and I'm going to do it. So it's kind of how that started. Yeah. I love that. I mean, sometimes it's like the simplest thing that you just have to make your mind decide that you can do it. So what are you yeah. doing now? Like, tell me about your current workout regimen, like how, uh, how much do you plan it out? You know, what are you training for that kind of stuff? So gosh, I don't remember when it was, but it was for early bird pricing that I decided I was going to run my first marathon. So that's, mm-hmm. um, set for October 17th in Des Moines, the Des Moines yeah. IMT marathon. And I had always, first of all, I mean, I always said, oh my gosh, I would never run a marathon. That's just too time consuming. It's too much training. I just don't have time for that. So I honestly have no idea. I think it was probably the running groups that I've gotten into on Facebook Mm -hmm. that probably were inspiring to me that I'm like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. Right. Uh Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I got the early bird pricing and then I waited and waited and waited until it was time for me to start training. So on July 4th, I started my training and basically my schedule, I can't, I want to say it's the Hanson's plan. Oh yeah. But I run every day, um, wait, except for Wednesday. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow morning because I get okay. to sleep in and I don't have to run. Yep. But the, the deal with this program is that it, it's supposed to, so the maximum that I will ever have to run is 16 miles. And I do that three times, Okay. but the premise is to get you used to running on tired legs yep. and they call it cumulative fatigue. Well, I mean, so that's probably what, um, intrigued me the most. It's like, okay, well I can you know run a couple of 16 miles. It's not like I have to do a 20 or a 22, but I'll be honest with you. I mean, it, it's a lot of mentalness now. Cause I, I mean, I have no idea what to expect, you know, come race day when, you know, I get through that 16 miles and I still have 10 more to go. So, um, I think even now when I'm running, I mean, I am tired even just like, so Sunday was my second 16 miler. Yep. And, um, then I had to do five on Monday and another seven this morning and yeah, I'm tired. My, my times are a lot slower than I was used mm-hmm. to running before I started training for this. And I just keep telling myself when I'm running, it's like, it's okay. Just get through the miles because you're just training yourself to run on tired legs and it's okay. It doesn't matter what your time is. That's so, so. true. That's, that's a really cool philosophy. And I I'm familiar with that plan. Uh, but I haven't trained for a marathon for a while, but the, yeah, the premise of doing not just that one run, but the next two days after that and the cumulative effect, you know, the, the best advice I ever gotten for, it was actually a professor that I had in college, um, in pharmacy. And he was like, 
I've only personally done one marathon, but before that marathon, he was like, no matter what you do, like, even though you feel like you're going super, super slow, even like, just don't stop. And I mean, it's truly the case. Like I was walking, you know, like, but I never stopped because like, once you start, stop, it's just like, oh, you can't get back going. But yeah. So I think you'll be fine. I think that plan is brilliant in that it's, it's like not all in one day, but it's such a buildup that I think you'll, you'll be golden and those and the people on the course too i mean des moines is a beautiful city yeah. I've heard great, great things about that course so yeah i've heard a lot of great things about the, the marathon and when i tell people that that's what i chose then they're like oh yeah it's a great run it's so much support it's a great course mm-hmm. and a lot of support so yeah i'm hoping that they're gonna pull me through <laughs> absolutely absolutely so you do do you do your long runs with a group well i have um i've been trying to yes So the thing is, I mean, like the group runs that I go to on Sundays, they, you know, it's basically, it's like all distances, all paces. Right. So it's kind of challenging for me to find somebody that wants to do the same Mm -hmm. um, distance as me. And then they're also at the same pace as me. So like last Sunday, um, somebody ran with me for the first seven miles. I did probably the next five by my, or I don't know, somebody ran with me the first seven and then somebody ran with me on the very, very end on the last mile. So a lot of it was um, by myself in the middle, which is fine. Cause I, I normally am used to running by myself. And I know, yeah. obviously, I mean, I'm going to be running portions of it by myself. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Music. Yeah. So it pulls me through. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So what do you think, you know, like created this like running after 40, it's just kind of a number. I don't know. I feel like, you know, my body started falling apart, like in my thirties, right? Like everything just takes, you take longer to recover. Everything hurts, you know, so you have to kind of nurse things a little bit better and be smarter about your training. But, you know, personally, like, how do you feel you're, you've changed your workouts and, and maybe, you know, you picked up running, and started doing the racing later, but just in general, like what's, what are some of the struggles, I guess? Um, well, this is probably, I'm not the best role model for this because I, my husband scolds me all the time because I should be stretching and I should be rolling out And on on occasion. I will roll out afterwards, or if I am starting to kind of feel a little bit of pain, like in an ITV or something like that. But for the most part, I'm terrible because I don't do any stretching. I, feel like I am just super blessed because I don't really do any cross training. I know that I should, I know that I should be lifting and doing core work. And if I did that, then it would probably make me a stronger runner and, um, you know, that type of thing. But I just, I don't know. Running is just kind of like my, my form of exercise. And I just can't get myself motivated to do some of the other stuff. Um, so, and I don't even, I'm not even great at fueling my body. Now I will say I have gotten better with that in these longer runs you know, trying to, I, I take the little sport beans, like two, every two miles. And I, I just try to goo on my nouveau half marathon. And I've been trying to like this past um, Sunday, I tried eating like a peanut butter and jelly, like a half peanut butter and jelly sandwich before I ran. Cause typically I don't fuel before I run. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now that I'm getting into the longer ones, obviously that's more important. And I just, I'm going to try this. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, liquid IV. I haven't. Mm-mm. What is it? Well, it's supposed to, I mean, it's basically like a little powder mix, you know, kind of like a crystal light, so to speak yeah. that you put in um, your water and it's supposed okay. to basically hydrate you faster than just plain water would hydrate Ooh. you. Okay. Um, so 
just they were they popped up in my feed right yeah for amazon is the deal of the day yeah yeah so I just purchase them and i'm going to try those and see if that kind of helps maybe give me a bit of energy you know on my next couple of long runs so I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. (laughs) I'll have to look that up. That sounds cool. But, you know, just getting back to like thinking that you should do certain things. I, I, my husband always tells me the same things (laughs) and I do do like the stretching, but I definitely like, I can't tell you how many times I've said I was going to start yoga or like something like that. And like, that's never going to happen. So I'm just not a yoga person. Uh, and I like to run too. And I don't like to cross train. Like I don't really like to, I'll do the elliptical if I absolutely had to, but I much prefer the benefit benefits of, of running. Um, and I don't, I, I try to bike. I even like did a couple, uh, triathlons, but I really didn't like it. So I was like, why am I doing these things that I don't like when I could just do what I like to do? So yeah, I'm with you. Exactly. I mean, even like last year, I did have a little bit of, um, knee pain that took me out of running for, I don't know, I'll say three or four days. And so I was like, Oh, well, I still have to close my exercise rings. Right. So I still need to get in some activity for the day. So I would get up and I would bike, but biking by myself for oh, you know, 30 yeah. or 45 minutes was, it was just not enjoyable for me. I mean, it's one thing if I'm going on a bike ride with my husband and daughter yeah. or that type of thing, and we're going to stop at a, you know, a restaurant or something and get a drink, but just for me to get up and go for a bike ride by myself at six o'clock in the morning, Mm-mm. no, it was not enjoyable for me. No, no. So when you run, is it typically in the morning? Yeah, I'm definitely a morning person. I, um, I always tell people I only like to take one shower a day. So uh-huh. <laughs> I, I hear you. Get, up, get my run in, get yeah. my shower done, and then I'm ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, if I don't do it in the morning, it's not going to get done. So it's just kind of, nope. yeah, yeah. It would get pushed aside. <laughs> so, so do you listen to music or do you listen to podcasts or do you just kind of use that time to like, you know, zone out and think? Yeah, I am usually a music person. Mm-hmm. So I, um, yeah, listen to music. And like, I, I mean, when I do join a group run, I, um, obviously, sure. you know, will I probably do less of the talking than people that are running with me and I'm doing more of the listening and then yeah. just chiming in every now and then yeah, <laughs> typically yeah. probably because they're faster than me. So they have to slow down to run with me. And so they have more energy to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I love running in like with the running groups and I haven't done it in lately just because of the kids and busy schedules, but I'm looking forward to like getting back into that. Cause I always feel like, you know, it's funny. You've never met the, some of the people and you just start running along and you can talk about anything. I always find like, it's this yeah. instant connection. It's really cool. Yep. And I am not, I mean, I really just kind of started doing that a little bit more just this past year with these long runs and okay. training for the marathon because um, typically I've always just done it. I mean, I was only really running unless I'm training for something. I was really only running like three to five miles. Right. And we live like right across the street from the trail. Mm -hmm. So it's just so convenient for me to just get up and go run when I'm ready to, as opposed to, Oh, now I've got to set the alarm. I need a 15 minute drive to get there, you know, 15 minutes back. So um, but yeah, definitely it's helped me on these longer runs that I'm like, Nope, you got to run 12 miles today. You need to get up and get there and, you know, there'll be some company. Yeah. For those long runs, I, I definitely think it's helpful. Uh, so what do you think like starting to run and just keeping this up and doing the setting this huge goal of running the marathon? Like I applaud that, but how do you <laughs> think it's impacted your life? And maybe you as a mom or you as a wife or even just an employee? Oh gosh, you know, this is probably the 
most dedicated that I have been to anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been, it's been a lot. I did not, when I signed up for the marathon, I did not realize the commitment that I was signing up for. I mean, Mm -hmm. every day getting up and, you know, the first few weeks I was just tired all the time. I just couldn't get used to it. It's like, Oh, got to go to bed early again. Cause I got to get yeah. up and, um, you know, and trying to get that in before I logged on for work. So I think it's just, I don't know, it's just been a, a huge commitment for me. And I have been telling myself, I don't know that I will ever do another one just because of the yeah. time commitment. But, um, I always told my daughter, you know, for the past few years, she runs cross country and you know, I always said, Oh, wouldn't it be cool, Kylie, if we ran our first marathon together, we could do it in Disney and that'd be fun, but we have to wait till you got to get out of school because you know, you won't, you don't have that time off. Cause it's yeah. like in early January. Yeah. And now I'm kind of hoping that I hope she forgets. I said that because I don't want to train again. <laughs> Which is terrible. Of course, if she remembers and she wanted to do it, I would do it, but yes. um, it's a lot of work. It really is. It is. But also think about like her watching you do it and realizing like, yeah that it is hard and that you're just like embracing it the hard and you're, it's not like you're waking up and just like super happy about it every day. You know, like oh. I always tell the kids, it's not like I want to go work. Like I don't jump out of bed. Like, yeah, I get, to, but I'm so like, I'm so much happier and so much more focused and not on a day, not every day, but most days, you know, if I, if I do work out. Right. And she knows, I mean, but I mean, cause you know, with her cross country and she does tennis and stuff. So, and we all try to be relatively active. And of course, yeah. you know, we all have our watches. So we have to close our rings every day and make sure yeah. that we get our exercise minutes in. And so it's definitely something that we kind of pay attention to, but um, yeah, it's, it's just a lot. I mean, <laughs> it, it is. And it's, it's, you'll, you'll remember like the day of, but you'll also just remember this whole process, which is the cool yeah. part, I think. But just, yeah. And you mentioned your watch. So like any major apps that you use or gear that you can't live without or anything that you would recommend? You know, I, I've switched on and off for different apps to track my runs and stuff. So like I've used Strava before I've used the Nike run club app. I have used, um, run keeper and then I switched off and now I'm back to using run keeper again. I, I, I don't do anything fancy with them. I really am just kind of looking for it to, speak my times to me, you know, and so I can, um, do my paces and, mm-hmm. and that type of thing, but I don't really get into, I don't know. I have probably the, um, I'm probably the least goal setting person. Like, you know, when I, I've joined a couple of these running groups and they all have these, you know, they do speed work and this, that, and the other thing and trying to improve their goals and what's your next goal and what's your next. And I'm kind of like, you know, I, 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 my only goal normally is to be under an 11 minute pace, but mm-hmm. that doesn't even always happen. And so I just extend myself grace and every day is different. And if I wasn't feeling it today, I wasn't feeling it. I mean, I was still moving. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's exactly like what I'm embracing, I guess, when I'm talking about like running in your forties and blah, 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 you know, it, I used to really get into all that stuff that you mentioned. And, and I actually don't even track my pace now because it became a thing where it's taking that joy out. And I was just frustrated by the like slowing down. And so I, I don't even know how far I run most days. I do it for time. And then, you know, if I feel good, I run a little faster, but I don't even know what that pace is. So it, taking that away, just like brought, just like you said, you just have gratitude that you can get out there and you can move and whether it's you're walking or running or jogging, you know, it's all good. 
Yep. Yeah. Even like the um, plan that I am doing for the uh, marathon, I, you know, there was a just finish, a beginner, and then like an advanced. And, um, you know, I figured, you know, based on where I am in my training, I figured I probably could do the beginner plan. But from my perspective, it was just too complicated. Oh, I have to have speed workout this day and, you know, tempo workouts this day. And I'm like, nope, I'll just do the just finish plan. And I'm just going to run the mileage that they tell me to run every day. And I'll just stick with that. So, and even at the end of the day, I think that, um, you know, if I have to do some walking, I mean, really my goal is that I'm going to finish and I'm going to be one of those less than I think 1% of the world that, you know, completes a marathon. I, I know that's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So like you, you talked about like that, you're not a super goal oriented person, but like, even just to set this kind of goal, like you obviously are. So <laughs> it's just maybe the way that you think of yourself, but you know, yeah. how do you stay motivated? Like, is it like, what's your, why is it your daughter? Is it, you know, yourself or like, what, what at the core is it? You know, I think honestly, it's like, obviously, as I've gotten older, I've put on a pound or two here, right? And so you kind of get to like a certain weight and you're like, oh, that's, that's not feeling real comfortable right now. I'm not Mm -hmm. really happy with my health right now. And so then you try to kind of get back on the bandwagon. And for me, I think it's really just kind of, again, it's my form of exercise. So that's my way of trying to stay healthy, right? So I can keep moving so I can continue to do things. So I'm not just again, yes, I'm being a good role model for my daughter. And I'm not just sitting on the couch every night when she comes home from school and, and and we like to be active and she likes to ride bikes and, and she, you know, is in cross country. So again, I don't know. Yeah. Do you do anything weird? Like I, I actually do sleep in my running clothes because it like, like, I've heard that. Yeah. Do you have any like weird tips like that, that, you know, make it so that you kind of have to go like the other thing I'll do is I'll like tell someone I'm going to call you in the morning. Or like, if I'm on a work trip, I usually try to find somebody that is a colleague that'll go for a run with me, or at least meet me in the lobby, you know, to get up. No, I don't. The one thing I'll do, I mean, really the only thing I do is I get, um, I'll set my clothes out the night before, but that's really just because I don't want to turn on the light and bother my husband as he's still sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's good. That, yeah. There's been a few times that, um, I've ran with a girl in the neighborhood cause she's training for a half marathon. Um, and she always texts me, you know, when we make the plans and she'll always text me right before, just to let me know that I am coming. So, mm-hmm. um, but other than that, I don't, I don't have any tricks. I just, for whatever reason, I've just been able to, um, you know, stay pretty committed to this. So, and again, I know that if I don't, you know, when I'm laying there going, Oh, maybe I should just take the day off and sleep into them. Like, great. Well, how do you, how are you going to close that exercise ring? If you do that, <laughs> where are you going to find good. <laughs> Yeah. Those, it is kind of funny. What like that dopamine rush you get from that little exercise ring. So, I mean, yep. yeah, it's, it's kind of silly, but it's, it, it does work. So <laughs> it does. So you got the marathon coming up in just about a month or so, October. So, and then are you just going to kind of from there, take it and figure, I mean, you've got the next 10, 20 years, you know, and beyond to do, you know, some running, jogging, walking, like, do you, do you think forward at all? Or are you just going to take it one day at a time? You know, I, I think that running will continue to be my form of exercise. I mean, until, 
you know, I hear people talk about like how, oh, it's so hard on your knees. And sometimes I feel that after long runs, I don't feel it when I'm running. Sometimes I feel like it after I run, you know, like stairs and stuff. Yeah. But, you know, if it does take a toll on my knees, but I mean, otherwise I feel like I will still probably, I mean, I might take a little bit of a break, whether that's a week or a few days or, but otherwise I see myself still running anywhere from two to five miles a day, just to kind of get my, you know, burn the calories for the day. I know it's such an efficient way to stay in shape. It's hard to just mm-hmm. do something else that you have to, that takes longer and that you have to go somewhere and, and whatnot. So, yeah. and you really don't, I mean, I don't really have to be skilled or talented to do mm-hmm. it. Right. I mean, like I don't right. have to practice my jump shot or my golf swing. It's like, well, I mean, I can run. It's like, I don't really have to concentrate about that. No, <laughs> There's I, no skill. Yeah. I completely agree. I tried golf a little bit and I think I just didn't have the patience for it. So that was, uh, I think you said you were doing that with your husband a little bit and we tried that, that, that didn't go over so well. So kudos to you. (laughs) Well, I'm not great at golfing, but I mean, (laughs) yeah, it's something to do. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. I'm excited for you. I feel like you underestimated yourself because like you're totally dedicated and committed to this and you don't even really need outside, you know, like so many of us need like the outside, uh, just account- like accountability and whatnot. So you're a good example of just like when you set yourself a goal, like just get it done and not making excuses and just going for it. I'm impressed. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I'm, yeah, it'll be nice to have it over and I will, I know I'll be super excited and super proud of myself, but, um, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you so and, much for having me. I appreciate that as well. I mean, like, like I said, I was very surprised and again, humbled by the request. Yeah, this was fun. And yeah, my goal is just to share stories of us all like trying to figure out how to stay in shape and, you know, run hopefully and, you know, keep in touch. So thanks for coming on. You bet. Thanks, Sarah. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Running After Age 40 podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate and give us a like in iTunes. Also check out our website, www.runningwithgrit.com for all things related to running over the age of 40. We have a special gift guide up for the holidays on the site designed to share stocking stuffer ideas and gifts for runners at pretty much every price. Thanks for listening.